Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. If you feel like your allergies are having a comeback tour and you want relief quickly, you can try Astapro. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny, and itchy nose and sneezing. And it starts working in just 30 minutes. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Use this directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Welcome to Switched on Pop. I'm songwriter Charlie Harding. And I'm musicologist Nate Sloan. And we're back for part two of our summer heat series, reviewing yeah. our top tracks from the 2000s. And I think if I had to give the crown to only one song and honestly declare a universal song of summer, it would absolutely have to go to Beyonce's Crazy in Love featuring Jay-Z from 2003. Mm. <laughs> How do you enjoy this song? I enjoy it with someone I love on the dance floor, <laughs> letting loose, I would say, entirely. Not caring what anyone thinks because I'm crazy in love. That's beautiful. Well, I have to say, this track actually really stumped me for a while. I was listening in preparation for our show and... It's just been so lodged in my brain mm. that it kind of took a moment to hear it with fresh ears. But um, when I broke it down, this is what I heard. So we're trying to figure out, right, what makes this a hot summer track yes. in particular carrying on from our uh, our discussion on harmonic tension that we brought up in part one of our series. We looked at Nelly and Katy Perry and had this idea of the ways in which chords can make things really tense and hot. Mm. So I was looking for heat in this track. And, um, well, here's what I found. So first, you've obviously got the world's most powerful entertainment couple expressing their feelings to each other. And that's <laughs> certainly hot. Right. Second, you've got a very strong concept. The idea of being crazy in love. Like, I really love that, right? Like, I'm, I'm so in love. I'm just head over heels crazy in love. Right. It's a good song concept. That's a little turn of phrase that maybe never existed before that song. But as soon as you hear it, you're like, oh, I know what that feels like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it had to have always existed for sure. Yeah. And then you've also got this amazing hip hop break it's a sort of breakbeat throwback it feels like a block party in the late 70s early hip-hop hmm. which is totally appropriate because this song is based on a sample of are you my woman tell me so by the chai lights from 1970 and, and i think it would be appropriate to take a listen to that cool yeah i've never heard the roots of this piece so immediately you can hear that congo sample and then boom that massive horn section drums come in and we go somewhere you never thought you would go oh that's different <laughs> yeah really different so the songwriter and producer of crazy in love 
Rich Harrison just took this whole song down a few keys and slowed the whole thing down. I tried to imagine what his creative process might have been. This was uh, my attempt at doing the same thing. Whoa, there we go. It's amazing just dropping the song down a little bit makes it so much hotter. Funny, yeah. So I spent a bunch of time listening to this over and over and over, and I think I finally got it. I think I know why this song is so hot, which is a really pretentious thing to say because I think everybody knows that the song is hot, but there's an underlying musical trick here, and it's the same idea of harmonic tension. Hmm. And it's that the chords of this song are so tense that they reinforce this whole idea of being head over heels crazy in love. Cool. Okay. You see, the song starts in the key of D minor, which, of course, according to Spinal Tap, is the saddest of all keys. (laughs) In D minor, which I always find is really the saddest of all keys. Really, I don't know why, but it makes people weep instantly to play a... One of my favorite quotes of all time, absolute digression. (laughs) This song is also in D minor. Funny to put a a love song, a crazy in love song in this key, but it works. Um, I think if we listen to the melody, it's very clear that the song is in D minor. see how that repeating horn line really just sort of puts us in that dark minor key yeah yeah i mean now that you mention it that is a little surprising for uh such an effusive love song yeah yeah i know so you see what's happening here is that the sample which is sort of the underlying part of the entire chorus has this horn line which makes that sort of d minor feel nate do you want to show us what that sounds like very lovely however the chords underneath it actually don't play that d and instead they're playing a major b flat and then a g minor and going back and forth let's just listen to the chorus again and listen to that So while the melody gives us a sense of landing in D, the chords never do. There's just this constant tension building and building and building. It's the inverse of what Nelly was doing on Hot in Here and what Katy Perry was doing in I Kissed a Girl. Mm. When they were using this sort of constant bass note that we called a pedal point with chords that then sort of moved over them, Beyonce is kind of doing the opposite she is using a constant melody with the chords moving against that melody. And in both cases, you get tension. Cool. Okay. Before you go on, Charlie. Yeah. Hot and where? Her. (laughs) Okay. It's the last time I'll make you do that. Please continue. (laughs) Oh, man. Why do we even do this? What is this all for? Wow. That's quite an existential query, Charlie. I'm sorry I made you repeat the title of that Nelly song. Um, why do we create this harmonic tension? Is that what you're asking? Ah, uh, yes. We create harmonic tension because we think that we might get some sort of resolution. And so you would think that in this chorus, in Crazy in Love, 
these chords which just keep going back and forth making us feel crazier and crazier and more in that tension that hot summer heat that good stuff yeah you think that you might get some resolve do we no we just get oh 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 because the verse doesn't have any chords in it. It's just drums and uh, Beyonce. Right. I mean, maybe there's a hint of a harmony at the very beginning. There's a hint. Yes. There's, there's a little, little taste of it. But I, I hear you. It's very ambiguous because there's like no harmonic information. There's mainly percussion yep. and these OO vocals. So yeah, it's totally disorienting. It doesn't give you the resolution payoff that you expect after that incredibly tense, drawn-out horn section over those <laughs> waffling chords. Yeah. Well, and it didn't have to be this way, right? It, it could have been written with a lot more resolution. Instead, we get this tension, and we know it could have gone another way because, in fact, Beyonce remixed this song, actually re-recorded it for the Fifty Shades of Grey soundtrack and changed the chord progression. Fascinating. Okay, let's hear this. Wow, that's different. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And you're right. Now we have this really clear harmonic information. You get... Are we still in D minor here? We're still in D minor, yeah. And it's clear as day. The piano tells you over and over again. Yeah, instead of this unresolved craziness, her remixed version has a very dark conclusion. The whole thing sits very firmly in a minor key, which, again, we thought was sort of bizarre for such a effusive love song, right? which doesn't actually sound dark, right? Like, the song sounds upbeat and happy, the original version, that is. Mm-hmm. I think probably because it's so percussion-based rather than harmonically soaked in that sad D minor, I think that this remixed version sounds more like I'm crazy in love rather than like <laughs> I'm crazy in love. This is a really dark love. Whoa, right. Emphasis on crazy, less on love. Exactly. And uh, you can hear that when she gets to the chorus in the remix version. It is heavy on the crazy. not a good love (laughs) okay so if i'm with you here you're arguing that this remix doesn't have that effusive summer fun (laughs) hardly because it has erased all of the tension all of the harmonic ambiguity and lack of resolution that we had in the original version that's right now the harmonies are clear and resolved and as a result it's kind of a downer. It's a super downer, man, right? I mean, imagine if the original were actually written this way. It would have sounded so much different had there been constant resolution. Again, I think more on the crazy, less on the love. <laughs> right. um, I had to go ahead and mash these two up together to see what would have happened. Mm-hmm. 
very thoroughly in the madhouse. You're diabolical, Charlie. (laughs) I was really hearing the contrast of these two that I was able to see that you know, the original has something really special and that harmonic tension, that lack of resolution, man, it's just really hot. I think I found an Easter egg in this song, by the way. Please reveal. Crazy in Love is probably you know, one of the top Beyonce tracks of all time. Certainly. If you had to just sort of buy straight popularity, say, what would be the top Jay-Z song of all time? What would you suggest? Uh... Big Pimpin, perhaps? Nope. Not what I'm thinking. Try again. Mm-hmm. 99 Problems. 99 Problems. Thank you. Ah, okay. Good, <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> if you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I, I got, got 99, 99 problems, problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rap patrol on the patrol. 99 Problems and Crazy in Love. Guess what BPM it's at. I'm not going to guess a number, but I'm going to say the same BPM as 99 Problems. No, it's at 99. Oh, even deeper. Whoa. I just feel like that's so interesting. Like, why go to 99? Like, you you got to stop now, man. The the <laughs> Illuminati conspiracy theorists are going to have a field day with this. Let's just cut the tape before we give them anything more. <laughs> that's fine. I've got one more track that I want to play for you, Nate, that I think is just one of the most important pieces from the 2000s it's a song that just builds and builds and builds and builds as if it's never going to drop shout out to astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples if you have allergies then i've got a familiar scenario for you you wake up on a beautiful spring morning and peek outside you get a feel of that nice breeze but then you start to feel a little tickle in your nostrils that tickle is the spring air telling you to go be a hermit and avoid the outside because you'll soon be a sniffling sneezing mess but don't listen to it. Allergies suck, but a good nasal spray makes all the difference. I personally learned that I suffer from adult onset allergies, and it's a real bummer, but a good allergy med makes all the difference for my ability to go out in the springtime to smell magnolias, my favorite flower. If you also want relief quickly to get back to breathing in the spring air, you can try Astapro. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. And it starts working in just 30 minutes. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Okay. Last piece in our Song of Summer series. A song that just builds up and seems to never end. Wow, Charlie, you have taken us from crazy in love to I got a feeling, and I have to say... I'm not sure how I feel about it. Oh, I got a feeling the Black Eyed Peas 2009 track actually produced by David Guetta, which was unsurprising as soon as you saw that. You're like, yeah, this is an EDM track. (laughs) Right. It was on the Billboard charts for 14 weeks and was an overwhelming hit. I'm not sure if it was so much a club anthem as much as it might have been a bar mitzvah bash. Fill up my cup. Drink. Mazel tov. 
nonetheless, it certainly has a lot of tension. It keeps growing. It was a smash. It was a summer hit. And uh, you sound skeptical. Yeah. As with so many songs on this show, once we break it down, I'm sure I'll come away having the exact opposite opinion. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, this song to me is like the dark side of crazy in love. It's one of those summer hits that is inescapable in a way that felt sort of oppressive to me. (laughs) (laughs) I think that inescapable is a perfect way of framing it because this song just repeats itself over and over. And in fact, it takes a minute and 30 seconds for it to land on the chorus, Hmm. which is an absurdly long intro it just keeps growing and building and building. And really, I should have started the whole thing listening to the very top of the song because um, that's where the tension begins. Cool. I think this is a really successful chord progression. You never want to stop hearing it it just keeps on going and elements get added in in an almost sort of like pachelbel's canon way we get some strings and then Hmm. yeah later on we get a guitar we get some really auto-tuned vocals (laughs) and the build just builds and on top of the build and it just keeps on building yeah i i I hear you it it is a interesting chord progression it's long for one yeah it's very circuitous too it doesn't begin and end yeah. where you expect okay yeah. i'm already coming around <laughs> all right so we started this song of summer series talking about that nelly track which i will not say again because i've embarrassed myself plenty <laughs> you're a good sport Jess. but it used a technique of using really dissonant challenging chords that were kind of out of the key to create tension and here getta and the black eyed peas are doing the exact opposite they are using the simplest possible thing, just a two-note chord, which actually isn't really a chord at all, Mm. where the bottom note is staying the same and the top note is moving around. And it's this simplicity, which I think is actually creating tension. We're going to listen to it, and then we're going to figure out why it works. Cool. So it starts consonant in our home key of G, but then it starts to move away after just a few beats. It implies other harmonies, E minor and C, and it takes a full eight measures of music to finally wrap back around to our home key of G, but only long enough to set up that tension once again and keep on repeating. Wow, this is blowing my mind, Charlie, (laughs) because I did not realize how simple this chord progression is, just composed of two notes and one of them doesn't even move. Yep. That's called uh, a dyad, by the way. Yes. And if it's not too far-fetched, I think we could make a connection between this chord progression yeah. where you have two notes, one of them staying the same, and one of them moving. Mm-hmm. That is the exact same technique as, I wouldn't call it a summer jam exactly, <laughs> but... That's exactly what happens in chopsticks. (laughs) Really? Yeah. It's literally the same thing. You play two notes. One of them stays the same. One of them moves. 
That's chopsticks. <laughs> Simple, classic. This is a really underhanded compliment. <laughs> I mean, is it though? Because Chopsticks has proven to be one of the most enduring piano compositions. No doubt. Absolutely. And I would actually argue that had they instead filled in the entire chord, not just played this dyad, that it would not have been as successful. Not as good, right? Hmm. Right. So now we've got these three note chords, a little fuller, yep. a little richer. I think that harmonic tension is happening here, not through a density of things, but actually from a lack of information. And that by playing only these dyads, just these two notes, you're missing that third, middle, important, essential note. We're left needing to fill in that information with our ear. The tension is actually coming from the emptiness of us striving to hear, wait, what chord is this? What's actually going on there? And that simplicity and that constant filling in, that extra note with our brain, constantly wants us to keep looping back around. It maintains that tension. It makes the summer jam. That's my theory. I'm buying it. I'm buying it. I think you're right. I mean, will this song make it onto my summer 2018 playlist i can't say but i do have a a little more begrudging respect for it now so well played chuck thanks man i think it would be appropriate to do a summer and review wrap up of all of these different methods that we heard that make harmonic tension that make that feeling of heat so we started with nelly we got chromatic dissonance with chords and an underlying pedal point. Mm-hmm. Similarly, in Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl, we got that pedal point, but in this case, not such dissonant chords. In fact, rising chords that were in the key, but still a lot of tension. And then we had our non-resolving chord progression with a constant melody line that kept us in a single key in Beyonce's Crazy in Love. Whew, can't take the tension, Charlie. Can't stand the heat. <laughs> just keeps going, keeps on going. And of course, we just heard it, but you know... It's such a good build. It's nearly as good as chopsticks. We have to hear it one more time. Those empty two-note dyads that ask us to fill in the extra information, creating a missing tension in I Got a Feeling. I feel like I need to make a little disclaimer. It's not as if that every song which uses harmonic tension is a summer jam, but these ones just really stuck out in a particular way, doing it in a way which I hadn't heard that made that tense feeling, that made it feel hot. I'm, I'm sure you could do something which makes it feel cool, but uh, you know, I, I got to put it together in some way. This is what I'm hearing. No, I love it. I'm sold, Charlie, and I think it's a brilliant way to close out our summer throwback series. 
Switched on Pop is produced by me, Charlie Harding. And me, Nate Sloan. Our show is mixed and edited by Bill Lance, designed by Luke Harris, and we're a proud member of the Panoply Network. You can find more episodes at switchedonpop.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or any other podcast player you prefer. You can reach out to us on Twitter at switchedonpop. We love answering your musical questions. You can also catch us on email, contact at switchedonpop.com. We'll be back again with more fresh episodes of new pop music broken down into bite-sized little yummy nuggets in two weeks. (laughs) And until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. One final shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. You know what's a terrible question? What's your favorite part of having nasal allergies? I don't know. Absolutely nothing. 
Luckily, you might be able to find some relief with AstroPro. AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. And it starts working in just 30 minutes. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount. That's AstroProAllergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies.